Hey, hey, welcome to today's episode. If you haven't done so already, please hit that subscribe so that you never miss another episode of the This One Life podcast. I'm your host, Carol Mix, and I am super excited that you are here. And if you are a human being, well, more of a human doing because we all tend to go into these phases of our life where we are the human doing and we're not spending a lot of time being. But if that feels like you at the season of your life, and if you are a busy person because who's not busy in this one life, then this episode is really going to resonate for you. Um, here on this podcast, we talk about passion passion in your life and how to infuse passion into your life and how to create that urgency because for so long and for so many of us, we spend so much time thinking that we've got all the time in the world until all of a sudden you feel like you don't. (laughs) And I don't know if that's, you know, being 50 years old, that's where I am. But there is a point in your life where you just feel that click and it goes over the line And there you are, we're here at this time in our life. And man, I need some urgency, I gotta get going. And structure, the structure to sustain and to create what it is that you want and the accountability to stay in action for what it is that you really want in this one life. All of this is what we're doing here in this podcast. But this episode in particular, really speaks to the passion in life. Because if you think about the good years of your life, it was funny, I had this thought the other day, oh man, those were the good years. You know, and I was thinking way back and I was thinking about my husband and I also, as I was thinking about the good years, I started thinking about, man, I wasted some of those good years because years after the time period that I was thinking about, those were really hard. We had we had a like a rough patch. Who hasn't had that as a human being, right? We we all have that. We all go through it, but when we go through like that really hard thick of the woods part of life, like way down in the valley, and we look back at those good years, I'm like, man, I wasted that. I wasted the time where my body didn't hurt all the time. It wasn't in pain because sometimes my body just hurts, period, right? I'm here at this phase of my life where I don't always want to be in pain, but as a person that lives with chronic pain, I remember when it didn't hurt to just sit or stand or move (laughs) or walk, you know, but it does. And that's the fact of the matter, you know, and it all changes once your body changes and you have to adjust, you know. So those years that I was thinking about, I'm like, gosh, I wasted a lot of time there. And there's a little bit of regret going on there, you know, and I would go into these phases, especially in my younger years of, you know, really being resentful towards my husband um, because of this invisible workload that I had. And there's little quotes around that, the invisible workload, you know, this workload that I felt that I was burdened with and 
I had to carry and I was the only one that was doing these things that my husband didn't have to do. You know, he didn't have to think about the doctor's appointments or the dentist appointments or the birthday parties or picking up a gift or, you know, all the little details. Details were not his jam. You know, he just had to wash his body, make his lunch and go off to work. And that's what I thought went on for him for all those years. And now that I'm so much older and wiser, I recognize that his invisible workload to me, his stress that I didn't know about that he had to take care of, you know, I knew that he was working hard to provide for our family because that was the role that he played, but I never took into account the stress or the burden that was on him with carrying our whole family and myself <laughs> included, you know, in his on his back, in his mind. And this was something that I didn't have the perspective to see. I was too buried in my own doing, in my own running, in my own race um, of maintaining, you know, three children and all the sports that they were in and all the activities and all the things, you know, so... Unfortunately, it was something that created a lot of space between the two of us because we had that blame and that anger and resentment um, without each understanding each other's role deeply. Now we can see it. We're not in the thick of it. We're not in those, those grind years is what we call it. So now as we look at our... 32-year-old son and his wife in their grind years, we're close enough to that age where we remember how tired they look. <laughs> we remember being that tired at this point. We're like, man, oh, okay, I don't miss that part of those good years. But there were so many pieces of those good years that, you know, had gone wasted because I was focused on the wrong thing. I mean, there was even a point where I, you know, the kids' birthday parties, it was always a big giant to-do, and I'm talking like making pirate maps and rolling them up and putting them in a bottle and mailing, like, I was borrowing some work and some stress, but I loved every minute of it. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. I mean, those, and again, those, that was so fun. It's so fun remembering all of it. But at the same time, that stressed out mama that I was, I don't enjoy looking back at that. I'm like, oh man, I wish I would have just simplified. And I'm sure that someone along the way was telling me, and that someone was probably my husband because he is about simplifying. He is wise in that way. But for myself, um, it was the details and the experience and the fun of it. And that was really what I loved about those years and those pieces of their childhood, you know. So today, I guess I'm reflecting upon and I'm asking you to join me in the reflection of where are your good years? Or perhaps your good years are now. And do you feel that you have wasted some of those good years? Right? Who doesn't feel that? I mean, who doesn't feel that? But we don't have to spend time in regret or worrying about it or actually there's nothing we can do about it, you know, but we're living here now. We have right now. 
What if right now were the good years? You know, maybe these are the good months and the good weeks and breaking it down to the good days because we're alive, right? And that is what is most important to learn from those experiences and to say, you know what, I don't need to waste any more of these years that I potentially have left. And if I am living the good years right now, what if you are living the good years right now? That just come into my head. What if we're living the good years right now? What does that look like for you? How do you create that instead of waiting and hoping and looking back and longing for what was? I think that I'll always do that now that my kids are grown up and I miss them. I miss those little kids. I love, I love the people that they are today, but I truly miss the little kids that I had at each of their stages, even though they were in the grind years and it was hard and all the things. You know, eventually it is beautiful that I had learned to finally see my husband's perspective from the invisible workload that he carried and to see and understand and respect you know what it was because at once there was a time where I had that resentment build up of there wasn't enough time or attentiveness for me and our relationship and all of those things but now it is really beautiful to look back and see wow you know the dedication that was there um, the love and that he showed in his way and the same for myself the perspective of changing my perspective on that invisible workload that I resented I eventually learned that these were all decisions that I was making nobody was holding you know I I had to do a lot of the things but it was taking full ownership of that and recognizing that I can and do have choices about what I do with my time and how I use it and how can I do it differently so that I'm not so stressed out or resentful or in all of these negative states for myself, but rather just taking extreme ownership of what it is that I'm doing with my time, the time that I have here and with my life. So in this invitation for this thought today of you know, the good years. And are you in the good years right now? Why don't we create those now? Because we're here. And let's make that decision that these are the good years right now. And what does that look like? So a couple of, you know, high overarching pieces to extract out of this, I suppose. Um, how can you simplify what's going on in your life? You know, I've found that in when I've looked back or when I've experienced the good days or the good years, if you will, to stay with the theme, um, it was always about simplifying. My husband wasn't wrong about that. And when I do simplify things for myself, things always feel better to me. So I'm wondering if that would be the same for you. Is there anything that you need to simplify in order to make these the good years right now? And the focus on what are you focusing on? You know, for me, what's fun, what's connected, and what feels good right now, these are pieces that always went to the bottom 
of the priority ladder because I was so busy carrying and doing, doing, doing all the things. So bringing what's fun and connected and what feels good back up to the top and with intentionality, that could change and make these the good years, right? And looking back at regrets and feeling depressed and sad or looking too far ahead because I can go either way into that unknown that creates anxiety. I'm not the only one that does that. We all do that. And how often are we spending time in either of those places? Well, if you feel super depressed, often you are looking back. That's you looking back at things, at regrets and wants and needs or desires that weren't met. It's already done. And when we are feeling extreme anxiety, it is always that looking ahead into that unknown and that uncertainty. And it can be hard to deal with that uncertainty, but in the here and the now, practicing being present and in the moment and creating the memories for right here, right now, even if it is just sitting still. Today at lunchtime, I wanted a block of time to just spend in quiet. And it is a gorgeous autumn day here today. Um, We're having unusually warm temperatures in November and I will take it. I am here for that because it is typically freezing here. Um, We start to get cold right about now and It's about a six-month journey into a frozen tundra. So any warm days right now, I feel like are just a gift. And it has, there's a warm wind that is blowing. It's not just a light breeze. There's some pretty strong wind that's blowing, but it's warm. And as I was sitting in the sun during my lunch break, the trees, the leaves were just blowing. It was like it was raining leaves on top of me because the wind was blowing. It was so beautiful. And it was just so beautiful to watch just right in the moment. There was no anxiety about the leaves and the warm sun on my face and just sitting with my feet in the grass and just relaxing for that 30 minutes. No phone, no screen time, no answering emails or looking to see who's trying to talk to me on socials. It was just being fully present that's a good day to me. That is a good day. So if you're not happy with where you are right now, or if these days feel like they're not the good ones, what can you own about that? What is your truth? And what can you do differently to create a different outcome? Is it the habits that you have? Maybe the people that you're around? Is it the work that you're doing? Does it feel like a lack of time or space or care for yourself that has you depleted? That's almost always what has me feeling depleted when I'm feeling that way. It certainly is that lack of time and space and care for myself. Well, something's got to give and you don't got to give anymore and you don't have to waste time and energy on what's not serving you. So make a different decision today. Make one decision on something you'll start or something you'll stop and focus on that one thing to get the ball rolling and to move that needle forward. I'm convinced that even when things are falling apart, even when it's not hard, 
there's a lot of good in the in-between and you just gotta get good on shining that light there and flowing through whatever is coming up for you. It's in these times, the hard times, that resilience is built, but also grace can be found there. So look for that. So I hope that this was helpful, and I certainly would love, love, love to hear your feedback. Now, any feedback that you could leave in the form of a rating or a review actually not only helps us here understand what it is that you need, um, but I also want to hear what you think and what your thoughts are and what come up for you. But it also helps other listeners just like you find us and connect with us here on this show um, as we begin to grow this group of people that have this idea or this affinity for really spending the time focusing on what are we going to do with the life we have right here, right now, today. So please be sure to go and rate and leave that feedback and be sure to subscribe so that you never miss another episode. So I hope that this was helpful and I look forward to hearing from you and connecting with you. And until the next time, make this day one of your very best. Make it magical, make it meaningful, but more than anything, make it matter. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Take care.